You are listening to Conversations with Soul and I am your host Soul David. On this week's episode, we are talking to the great Kwendalima, teacher of African dances including Kizomba and Semba and many others, spiritual teacher too. Well, let's get straight to it. Episode 1. Ah, hello. <laughs> bon dia. <laughs> bon dia, bon dia. <laughs> Lovely to see you. Lovely to see oh, you. Oh, it's a good, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. <laughs> wow. wow. So I'm, 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 we're finally talking. Well, <laughs> thank you for, uh, thank you for saying yes. Thank you. For... Oh, it was very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, good. I'm glad it was a, it was an easy decision to make. Uh, <laughs> Quenda, how would you? Let's start off with some some nice simple things. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yourself. How would you describe Quenda Lima? So I will start with um, with Quenda from family, which which is very very. Uh, it's amazing family. It's a very nice family. It was a great opportunity and it's still a great opportunity to get to know each other and to embrace my family as a, as a reference too. Even with difficulties times uh, and take those difficult times, transform it to a beautiful time, to beautiful things. So I, I really use this time to say thank you to all of my family. Uh, because they gave me so much, uh, they uh, they inspired me so much. Uh, even if I didn't realize some of the the sources yet, I was born in Cabo Verde, uh, island of Sal, very very uh, dry island. Now it's uh, very full of uh, it's full of hotels. And before it was a very like kind of desert island. Um, the beaches was so beautiful. Now it, they are with the different faces. <laughs> it's part of life. <laughs> uh, so I grew up in a very, very simple, very simple family, uh, very simple education. Uh, I grew up with, uh, with a lot of youth, a lot of, uh, people around and with a lot of reference uh, we used to go to the beach to camping and to to sing to play guitar and you know this kind of uh, entertainment let's say uh, we didn't have so much we had to create them uh, and on on that time it was not democracy regime and that on that time was uh, difficult for some people, but uh, in my opinion, it was very important. Uh, we had opportunity to learn how to to be with each other, to not to waste things, and uh, you know, to 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 respect each other in a totally different way. Uh, some people could see this as a oppressive moments or very difficult moment but i i don't have these memories that my memories about that it was really good you know it was really good it gives us a lot of discipline and i love that i i'm i'm really fortunate in this situation which is the transition 
to have television. All of those kids to rush to watch the television in someone else's house. Uh, all of those things, you know, it gives you uh, an amazing workshop. Quenda uh, came from this kind of environment. Uh, I took those simple things, you know, I, I record them very strongly in my, in my body. Uh, so then my, you know, in my family, I experienced so many uh, uh, art, so many art, uh, artists around because my father was a musician and uh, my, my mother a dancer in the same time the gym, gymnastic teacher. So I, I experienced so many things uh, regarding to body in the way of expression, in the way of touching, in the way of uh, uh, express the, 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 the sounds, all of those things. So, you know, it, it, all of those things was kind of my CV in life. Uh, it was very, very nice. And my passion for, for dance starts uh, with uh, five years old. I was starting, I was, I had this big uh, passion for um, love for Michael Jackson. Uh, I didn't know why, why I had this. I, I really liked uh, the music, but I was not understanding the language. Uh, but the important, and I got some energy from that man uh, and uh, and that energy, I I was I wanted to perpetuate. I wanted to perform. And with five years old, I would, the people would take me and ask my grandmother if I can perform in their activities, in their events. Uh, I, I was taking that so serious, and uh, and I spent so many times in my room alone. And some people would think that I, I had a problem as a child. But it was just, uh, uh, I didn't realize that uh, I couldn't. I couldn't only uh, be in certain environment, even if I, I grew up in a very nice environment. But with, when I start to growing, I start to become a bit in silence, let's say. Because I was very active uh, when I was a child. <laughs> I'm enjoying listening. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 rich. It's it's rich. It's it's interesting. Um, yeah. You know the the creativity. You know the influence. Um, the optimism. You know the positivity. The the people around you. It's really uh, it's really interesting hearing all of that. And it's it's mm -hmm. as well. I was I was. <laughs> you got me thinking <laughs> because. <laughs> Michael Jackson, uh, you know, he's, he affected so many lives, you know, in a good way. Uh, yeah. I, I had a similar experience. <laughs> with, <laughs> so I was like, nobody knows about this experience. So, um, well, I was about the same. I was about seven or eight and I was loving Michael Jackson and copying Michael Jackson and practicing Michael Jackson. And then one day the teacher said to me, oh, why don't you perform for the rest of the class and I'm, oh. like, I'm like oh okay I'll, I'll perform for the class and I prepared and I, I rehearsed and I thought it all through and then, <laughs> <laughs> but then on the day I had stage fright and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't come out 
I didn't come out onto the stage and everybody was cheering saying, come on, come on. We I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I, I, I didn't perform it. <laughs> I stayed in the cupboard and I hid. Oh, <laughs> so hearing that story triggered that story. <laughs> that story. Interesting. Very interesting. We are, we are all connected somehow. We are somehow. And that's very beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we are, we are. We are definitely. So your your mother was a dancer. Your father was a musician. Tell me a little bit about the you know the dances that you were involved in the the, the sort of the sort of music that was a part of your life. The sort of dances that were a part of your life. I was uh, the music's from Cape Verde. Uh, all of them, because my father was. Uh, performing uh, the musician. It was one of the first band in Cape Verde, Tubarões. And he was, uh, he's, uh, he's still, he's still uh, a percussionist and uh, a singer too. Uh, so I, I grew up with this artist around at home with those music, music from Cape Verde, the dance from Cape Verde, traditional dance from Cape Verde. And then my mom brings those dance from uh, the Africa continent uh, to for us to perform, to explain us how, how to do certain things. Yeah. And then, you know, this kind of mixed uh, cultures, uh, it was interesting. And then, and then with the influence of US in our generation the hip-hop came uh, and breakdance hip-hop uh, it always affects you somehow mm -hmm. uh, the way you dress the way you cut your hair the way you the way you walk the way you speak all of these become an art and all of these like a, a practice your body start to practice some some culture Mm. And all of these interfere in your the results. The results will have in these ingredients, let's say. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, as I said before, my house, uh, the house of my father, was always full of artists, and still. Wow. So you will always uh, listen. Uh, and my mom was with a lot of artists too. She created this, uh, this group of women dancers and the, the men's playing. So she took these uh, children from, from the street, let's say, or from some family, just to entertain them, for them not to go in the wrong direction, and took them because she realized that they had uh, amazing potential. So she took them, she organized these two groups, uh, female group and male group, and they were performing, they were performing everywhere. All of those things uh, is, uh, will come out somehow uh, in your life lately. So yeah, this is where I came. And then my father, my father had a group with their, their brothers and sisters. Uh, and some of the, the friends too, they were performing uh, like a revolutionary uh, band too, uh, because Cape Verde was uh, in the transition of this independency too. 
So they, uh, you, you grew up with these politicians, um, political uh, people, mm -hmm. politicians at home, artists in the same time, uh, people that went through a difficult situation in the same time. All of these, it's an amazing training. It's an amazing, even if they don't have much time because my parents were divorced. Uh, I was like four years old, but I never took that divorce as divorce as something to destroy my life, but to improve my life, to, to make our life even better. So they were very clever too, in the same time, uh, especially my, my grandmother, she was an amazing, an amazing person. Uh, in a way of uh, deal and be the bridge in between that situation, in between parents. Uh, so I never had these memories of uh, bad things, of separation, of uh, abandoning, of a rejection, of... I didn't, I didn't memorize that. I didn't let this to invade my life, to invade my body. I prefer to let art invade my body. I, I, I was taking everything from them, uh, each, each one separately in a very, very good way. And, uh, and I was preserving this love, this fairy tale of love in, to my mother and to my father in a totally different way uh, in the name of my healthy. And uh, I didn't know consciously that I was doing this, but now I can explain you that because I, I'm in, a, in this position of, uh, with this, uh, these informations that can take me there and, and analyze this and, and be proud of, uh, of this uh, road. And uh, that's why I, I really, really appreciate my family in this way. Uh, wow, mm -hmm. this, that, that's... That, that's an incredible thing to hear, you know, <clears throat> you know, that you made those conscious, those conscious decisions where you could have taken hardship or you could have taken, you know, um, difficulties with the family and with your, you know, between your parents being divorced and you turned it for positive. And like you say, you, you, you made a decision that for art to invade your body instead. And exactly. I find that incredible because, um, you know, most people, you know, will, will, will be affected um, in, in more of the negative way, you know, um, or they go through a, a deeper, longer, more, you know, protracted experience of trying to cope and resolve in, inside themselves. So what was it that made, that, that gave you that consciousness? Uh, was it organic or was it... Did, where did you learn that or was it just mm -hmm. automatic? Mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, there is something that uh, I, I really learned uh, with my family in a different way. It doesn't mean that they told me do this or do that, but they told me something not to find myself out there, but to find myself in here. Uh, so uh, I, I was not, uh, I was not uh, wasting time by waiting for something to happen. Uh, I was doing 
what my heart was uh, telling me, even if it looks weird, uh, even if it looks, uh, sometimes it, it would look very uh, strange and weird for me, but I, I learned with myself to, to wait, to, to, to give time because you, you never know, um, you, you grab the seed, but you don't know what is the potential but you know is the potential, but you need to just drop it on the earth and, and wait for some time. And that doesn't depend on you. And this is one thing I learned with myself uh, by, by my action, by my, um, by my mistakes. I, I would never judge my mistakes. And I think all of those things uh, takes you to, to your consciousness, to, it takes you to your inner self, uh, to your essence. And this is more important. It's amazing. Everything that, you know, uh, that's brought you up into this point in your life, you know, everything that you've just described in terms of your upbringing your, and, your, and your wonderful family, um, with all of that experience into wh where we are now. So Quendalima, where did, where did the Quendalima that most people know now happen if that's if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah it's it, as i was saying before it, it's uh, i always uh, choose the natural way mm -hmm. even if it looks uh, so uh, difficult or it took it's taking so long but i would always choose the natural way mm -hmm. and so quendalima it it, it's a tree, you know, he's a tree that uh, uh, take time to grow and to, to, to give the fruits that he's supposed to give. As a tree, he was not trying to give other kind of fruits. He, he's a tree that uh, understand that uh, we can face wind, we can face so many difficult things in life. But if your roots is very strong and if you really protect yourself strongly, uh, then you will, you will overcome those weathers, those difficult weathers and create an environment around you for you to get to know what kind of fruit you're supposed to give. So Quendalima uh, is a tree. It's a tree that uh, already knows what kind of fruits he gives. He's not worried about uh, giving your fruit because even if it tastes good even if it's the best fruit in this season he knows that uh, the, he has his own season too and mm. there is a moment that the fruits will come and there is a moment that the leaves will fall down and uh, this is very beautiful this is very strong it's my reference in life it's my spiritual teacher let's say uh, it's uh, to have the trees as a reference and this is told me a lot and uh, that's why Art Kaizen came because I wait for my moment I, I didn't rush it uh, that's why in Art Kaizen Humanology came I, I don't rush I, I wait for the season I, uh, and when the season comes I, I make everything to let my fruits go to every hand and what I did with Kizomba was taking the fruits and spread all over the world. Uh, I was not comparing my tree with any tree. Uh, I was just sharing my fruits. And I believe that uh, 
I really believe that uh, God and Mother Earth is is protecting and it sends you to do whatever you you're supposed to do. So this is um, this is the. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's powerful. I, I like this metaphor of the tree. Uh, it's 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 a very powerful one and, and a very a very it resonates. It resonates. So so what is art, Kaizen? What is human, the hu- humanology, the inner, all of this? What inner, is it? Inner Kaizen humanology, from Cabo Verde to Portugal to London to everywhere it was my lab it was the lab it was a preparation for art kaizen to happen uh, for this tree it was like uh, the earth was i was preparing the words was preparing the 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 sun was there in the right condition the rain came in in the right time Uh, there were moments without rain I need to. Uh, I had to learn how to deal without water, but it was important not to 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 give up. You know, keep there and use the the water that you have in your body, the the little one. Use it carefully. Use it wisely. So all of this is the. It took me to this uh, to this art kaizen point because when I I finished. Uh, I finished my degree here in in Lisbon, and I went to London uh, to to f- to do the PhD there. And but I was not, you know, I I never learned English properly. I and I said, uh, okay, I'm going to do a PhD in English. It's going to be amazing because I I I don't know this language, and uh, I I need to to learn. And my way was like. Wow! Uh, if I I love art and I love my culture, it could be a great opportunity to share my culture, and in a, in exchange, I'm sure the English people will teach me English. So it was like that. It uh, I, I was not uh, starting Kizomba just because I want to become famous or I want to become a teacher. I was start because I wanted to share with London something that for me was important. Uh, so I would not uh, get to the country and not give something to that country. So I choose Kizomba to give. But it was very difficult in that moment because people were not, they don't know what is Kizomba. There was a lot of Angolan people there, it's true, some Cape Verdean. But they were in between their community. They, they were in between in the discotheque. They were in between their community. It was not, uh, let's say... Uh, involve the other's uh, culture. And uh, when I get there and I said, this is an opportunity. Actually, I went to these Lambazook people and there's Lambazook, uh, Zook people. And uh, because I heard the Zook music and I said, wow, what, there is Kizomba here. And they said, the Brazilian uh, girl told me, no, this is, this is Zook. And I said, I'm so sorry, uh, sweetheart, but this is, this is Zook from Antilia. Antilia. <laughs> the French Caribbean is not uh, from Brazil. Ah, but maybe you don't know. I said, okay, 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 no problem. But <laughs> I think uh, we, it's a miss. But it was confused for me. 
because when I got there, people were doing this with the head. Yeah. And I said, but this is not the way to dance this. And I was like, wow. In the same time, I was really curious because I know Lambada, but I know Lambada in Lambada music. Uh, I know the story that they was forbidden, all of these, they couldn't have the music, but I didn't realize that they start using the Zouk music and uh, some Kizomba music. But anyway, I was so happy to, to hear the music. It makes me feel at home. And then, uh, so I, I thank them so much because they were so amazing with me. They were so nice. Uh, they told me, okay, if you want to teach, you can have some space here with us because it's the same uh, music. But before that, I was... Uh, with a guy, they, he gave me the opportunity to teach in a pub. Uh, I was teaching with uh, this girl, Mary, uh, from Sweden, actually. And then, uh, but we were teaching those two couples. It was uh, very difficult for me because I hate pub. And, uh, you know, it's very difficult environment for me. But I said, Quenda, uh, in life is like that, you know, you, you need to go through certain things for you to reach your, your aim. And uh, so that's what I did for almost two years. I was going from uh, Lewisham to, to Richmond every week to go to teach the Kizomba for two couples and they would pay me seven pounds. And for me, it was very nice because I, they were, uh, when I was teaching, I was like paying attention the way they said, I don't understand what you mean. Uh, I was learning with them. I was learning the English. I was, that's, that's the way to prepare for my PhD. So I was focused on that. I was not focused in, in really uh, the big thing of Kizomba, but I knew it. I knew it that Kizomba would spread. I knew it because my intuition was telling me all the time keep going with that, keep going with that. Then I met this girl, Rikita. She was very, very nice and very kind. And she started as well helping me at the same time, Marie sometime. We were such amazing uh, group of friends. And we moved with this Lambazook people and they were so nice. We start with a very small group and then the group starts to grow. And uh, we had to change the room of all of this, all of this beautiful uh, transformation and process uh, took me to, to meet a lot of people, uh, to learn a lot from this group of people, to, to, to feel more home, homey in, in London and uh, to help my brother as well, uh, to pay the, the, the mortgage, all of these, yeah. all of these histories, you know, all of this, it's my Kizomba process, you know. Uh, I never got in the Kizomba to the, with intention to only to be famous or to show this step or that step. Mm -hmm. So I could not, I could not go on in the Kizomba world with this intention. It was always uh, an opportunity to say thank you to Kizomba. And then in the same time, it was my intention shift. Instead of English, my intention start to go through uh, culture in a way of, I want to make people hugging. 
I want to make people smiling. I want to make people really enjoy the coladera, enjoy morna, uh, get to know. But through Kizomba, because Kizomba is much easier, if I start with morna and coladera, it would be a bit more difficult. Uh, so I, I start to get to fight and to, for Kizomba to go to another level in a way of reach other people. That's why, that's where I went to Irish. I met Irish in a, as I don't remember, I, I think it's Scala or something like that. Yeah, Irish the Victoria. Yeah? Yes, I find her uh, in, because she was so in the salsa uh, environment. And I said, this is a great opportunity because uh, if I do something with this girl in, in salsa, maybe Kizomba will reach other kind of public. Uh, so it was like that, the intention. Uh, it was a bit difficult at the beginning because Iris was a bit resistant because she was not really believed in Kizomba as something that will develop well. Uh, but then afterwards, uh, we went, fortunately, she was really kind to accept my, my invitation. And, uh, and we went to perform and uh, people love it. And that's why Kizomba starts uh, all over. And the first festival uh, in the world we was here in, uh, in Lisbon, Africa, Dansar, where the 90% of people came from London. And my colleagues, all of them, all of them, they were so surprised, they said, Wow, what is those people? They know Kizomba. They were, it was most of them, my students and people that know. I was so happy to make this transition. And after that, wow, it spread to Poland. It spread to everywhere. Uh, Spain, uh, amazing, amazing. It was a vehicle to make them realize that we need to be together. We need to be together. us to the end of episode one it does not end there by any means tune in next time for episode two of conversations with soul soul david meets quenda lima